The following segment is from The Look Ahead on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Stats, what is the training camp storyline that you are completely sold on? Mine is the storyline that Baker and OBJ are improving their chemistry this year, Mm. that they're going to be better this year. And here's the thing. They absolutely are, RJ, because they would have to be. Since the trade was made and OBJ went to Cleveland, Beckham and Baker have the worst completion rate of any quarterback-wide receiver duo (laughs) in the league. So as long as they are not the worst in 2021, they will have improved their chemistry. Uh, And I know that's kind of like a cheap way of looking at it, but I just wanted to use that as a springboard because I think that Baker and Beckham are two guys that are basically been punished for having a personality. We have these sort of like unwritten rules in the NFL and Baker and Odell do not follow them and it gets people mad, right? Don't be too confident when you talk in front of the media. Don't complain about not getting the ball, right? You can't do that either. Don't do commercials before you have attained some level of success that I don't even know what the actual rule is because it seems to be a sliding scale depending on who it is. But but those guys don't follow those rules. They do their own thing. They do what they want, and we hate them for it. And I think it's it's they've both been treated unfairly, and I hope I'm rooting for them this year. I want to see them do better because I like both of those guys. So I, first of all, I love the, uh, the like lineage of thought here. And I'm, I, we, it's funny. You're right. That we both kind of took the same path to, to getting to the thing we're most sold on. And I think that that maybe is indicative of like, it's hard to be completely sold on an idea right now. Like one of these like superficial storylines that are floating around camps. But, um, I 100% agree with everything you just said as it relates to Baker, um, because Baker's still really early on in his NFL career. I mean, he's got four less years in the NFL than Odell does at this point. I think that I like the jury's still out on Baker. Like six of the jury members are back on Odell. You know what I mean? Like they're they're trickling in, and so I I do think that we maybe elevate Odell a little bit more. Like he's still somebody who is I think coasting a little bit on name. Um, just kind of generally his, his offensive grades by PFF last year did bounce back. I mean, obviously really small sample size. So, you know, only, he only had 23 receptions last year. Uh, but I mean, in 2019, his first season in Cleveland was his lowest offensive grade ever, uh, as far as PFF is concerned. And so I just, I, I think that I, like, I don't know that I think like, oh, he's broken. He's not the same player. He's just had a weird career. Like, I mean, you talk about Emmanuel Sanders not having great quarterbacks to play with over the last, like, you know, recent run of things. Like, I don't know. Like, you could make an argument that Odell's never had one, right? Like, it was never Eli, and Baker's never been elite. Um, he's just been pretty good. And so I I just – I I I can kind of buy the the Odell isn't as valuable to the offense take that, that exists out there. Uh, but in terms of that connection, I'm with you because it's been so bad, because there is that disconnect generally. I certainly believe that it is on the track towards, you know, not being terrible again. I agree that Odell is definitely coasting a little bit. Like his first three years in the league, he had over 4,100 yards and 35 touchdowns. That is insane. Now, since then, he's never gotten to 1,100 yards and his highest touchdown total has been six in any one season. So it has not been as good. I just think that 
Like you mentioned his first year in Cleveland, right? Mm-hmm. How was Baker's first year there with Freddie Kitchens? Like Freddie Kitchens was a disaster. He never should have gotten that job. He was way over his skis. He had never even been a coordinator until he became the coordinator late in the year in 2018. He didn't know what the hell he was doing. Don't forget Baker's first year. He, he broke the rookie record for touchdown passes in a season. He was looking great. Everybody loved Baker Mayfield. He was the number one pick. He was the Heisman Trophy winner. We all loved him, right? And then the expectations for the Browns went sky high through the roof after that. Freddie Kitchens took over. He was a disaster. The Browns underachieved, and we crushed Baker for it. We killed him. Now he comes back with a competent head coach in Kevin Stefanski, and he looks pretty damn good again. Like maybe it was just Freddie Kitchens didn't know what the hell he was doing. It's very possible. And I mean, that benefit of the doubt certainly exists for almost everybody that's been associated with Cleveland and their franchise for the last, I don't know, since their return to the NFL, you could certainly make an argument. But I just, I'm, I'm less, I, I, we've seen a lot more of Odell. And, and it's in, we've, and we've seen Odell, you know, I don't say struggle, but we've seen Odell, we've seen that regression happen in another, in another organization, on another team, with another quarterback, with another head coach, with another offensive coordinator. And so, I'm I'm just, you know, I'm I'm a little bit more sold on the idea that that he might not be closer to his elite form than Baker might be. I think Baker's still ascending. I think I don't know that I think Odell's still ascending at this point in his career. But he's only 28, you know, like he's entering his physical prime right now. So it's not like, you know, he's 32, 33 years old. I think he was learning a new system last year with Kevin Stefanski. Baker started slowly. He started slowly. Admittedly, he was not playing, you know, he was like you mentioned, what do you have? 23 catches in seven games. That was not, mm-hmm. you know, up to his standard or the standard that he had set. He very well could have taken off in the same way that Baker Mayfield did in the second half of 2020. We don't know that Odell wouldn't have done that. Also. I want to play a really quick game. Five receivers. Would you rather have this player or Odell Beckham jr. For this season? Like for, forget contracts, whatever. Terry McLaurin. Odell. I disagree. Kenny Galladay. Odell. That one's a push for me. Tyler Lockett. Odell. I take Tyler Lockett. Allen Robinson. Odell. Oh, dude. No, I'm taking Allen Robinson. And um, Jamar Chase. Odell back. Are you serious? I mean, I just want, I wanted, I had to get a rookie in there, like just for the purposes <laughs> of mixing it up. So, I mean, I had to, you know, but that, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying like Keenan Allen. Odell, I think Odell is a top receiver in the like top three receiver in the league. I oh, really no, do. Dude. No way. Mm-mm. I think we're sleeping on how good this dude is. I really do. Okay. So that you're really, really, really sold. Well, congratulations. Yeah. A thousand Odell, percent. I, guess, not to you. I, I'm so pulling for him. Like if people treat Odell Beckham Jr. Like he's this huge jerk getting into all this trouble off the field. Like he's a terrible person. Why? Because he fought a kicking net on the sideline. Because I don't think like, he's a terrible person, or I don't. I don't think he's like a distraction or anything like that. Like, believe gets, me, like that's how he yeah, gets treated by the media. I, I agree that he does. I don't personally think those things. I just think he's not as great of a receiver as he once was. That's that's like the end of my take on him. You're right. Like, and I think Odell has has grown a lot from those days, right? And like some of it was just like the New Yorkness of it all. I think like going to Cleveland has been really good for him. Playing with Jarvis has been really good for him. Playing with Baker has been really good for him. I just, I think he's just at a point in his career where he's not the same player. And that's what that that's happened. That's time. But why? I mean, he's, this is the ACL. That's a major injury. Yeah. Yeah, Like he's, he's just regressed, you know, but like some of that regression is the fact that like the peak was insane. 
You know what I mean? Like it's, it's impossible to sustain that. And so like, he reminds me of Jordan Spieth in that sense. I know you don't follow golf that much, but Jordan Spieth won three majors super early. And then, you know, he's had this dry spell and he just recently won this year, actually for the first time in almost four years. Um, and people were like the, the whole drought, it was like, what's wrong with Jordan Spieth. And he used to tell people even at his peak, he was like, look, I'm incredibly young. Like what, what's happening is not normal. You know, <laughs> I, I I'm going like, I'm going to hit a wall and, and invariably people are going to say like, Oh, you've, you've, you know, you've lost it, whatever. And like, so I'm not saying that he's lost it or anything. I think he's just your average, really good wide receiver. I, like I'm not at all saying he's, you know, he's, he's definitely a, a top, I think he's like at the fit between 15 and 17 if I ranked wide receivers across the NFL. Oh, man. I think you're way too low. I cannot wait to draft Odell Beckham Jr. in all of my leagues because I'm going to I hope steal all him. your friends are listening so that everybody knows your strategy. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.